Very big call from the government, of course, over this um, over the ferries, the inter-islanders. Kiwi Ray wanted another $1.47 billion to cover the cost blowouts. Nicola Willis said no. So what now? The Kiwi Rail Chief Executive Peter Ree is with us. Peter, good morning to you. Morning, Mike. 2018 to the figure today, yeah. it's quadrupled. Why? Well, the actual numbers doubled from the design business case in June 21 from 1.45 to 3. Lots of reasons. This is the most complex marine engineering project in New Zealand. Is landside infrastructure, marine, in a jet, in an earthquake zone area. When we got the designers, the contractors together over the last year and really got construction methodology on the table, it was quite clear that it was going to cost a lot more than the initial design. It is the terminals, it's not the ships. Indeed. Did you lowball it deliberately? No, well, look, uh, I don't think I've, I've read all the information at, at, at the time for the, 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 the team that did that because I wasn't here at the time. I've gone through the information normal construction project, you go through a level of design maturity. We've had significant experts on this, global experts, significant information. Treasury's had all this information back in May, June. So, you know, we think it was the right solution for New Zealand to deliver a safe, resilient service across the Cook Strait. The Robertson came to you apparently with an alternative. He even he balked at the numbers and he came to you with an alternative. What was the alternative and why did you turn it down? The alternative was was an additional amount of money and what could you do for that? And we went through that in some detail. And effectively, it was to not invest in the rail uh, infrastructure land side. Um, and, and there's a whole operation there around how do you move rail freight onto the ship? The issue we had logistically and operationally, it's such a tight turnaround for the ships, we couldn't deliver that for the money to deliver the service for our customers. And, you know, ultimately when we went through that, we said it can't be done for that money. The risk was too high for New Zealand for our customers. Why, can't, why aren't you more successful? Inter-Island has been a very successful brand. Well, why can't you pay for it yourself? The The... The infrastructure for New Zealand, we're funding a bit of this. Government's funding it. Uh, we've had other parties come and fund it. It's a, it's a key question to ask is how do you fund and finance this infrastructure? What I would say to you is Air New Zealand couldn't survive if they had to pay for all the terminal upgrades through New Zealand when they bring in new planes. So that, that's a question I think we're going to ask ourselves. Who's funding this going forward? What's the best option? Well, the option seemed to be the government. And how much are you putting in? Say it's $3 billion, How much were you putting in? Well, the, the the amount of money for us was about four fifty, uh, five hundred. Um, we had other other loans from um, parties, government funding as well, and then obviously, um, you know, as it's increased, there's obviously going to be more money put into that. So, so you wanted half, look, you wanted half a billion and three billion from the government. I mean, does that seem fair? Well, what I what I would say to you is that this is not about today's business. This is about tomorrow. This is about growth. We're an export-led economy, Mike. This is about how do you support infrastructure to support exporters, importers, domestic freight forwarders, tourism operators for economic growth. This is just not about a, a model for today. This is about mm. a future fit assets for the future. And I'd say to you, if you look at any road out there, um, you could probably ask the same question. Sure. But I think the benefit would be superb. The, the, did you really threaten to pull the ferries? To pull the ferries. Get them off and say, well, we, we can't afford to run them, we can't afford the infrastructure. If you're not going to pay for it, we're not going to have ferries. Did you suggest that in any way, shape or form? It was reported yesterday. No, I mean, the government's always, the last government was always very clear, and in this government has made it clear that they see the ownership of the ferries business as part of uh, our, our portfolio and part of New Zealand.
Yeah, so you've got to run the ferry. So any suggestion that I heard yesterday that the ferries were in doubt, you can simply dismiss because you can't have a two-island nation with no ferries, can you? Absolutely, and it's connectivity through this country. So, And we've got a strong summer this season. Our, our volumes are significant. We've got tourism's back. It's a key part of transport connectivity. You've just got to talk to the customers, and they'll tell you that. Whose side of the court is the ball now in? Well, um, we're really keen to get round the table. Uh, we've, 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 we've had a number of options. We've looked through the last five years. You know, we respect the government's decision, but we're welcome to get around the table. But that means getting around the table with our customers, too, and saying, what's the best option for the future that we can all get behind? Um, and I don't think the problem, uh, I don't think the answer is about, um, you know, cheaper options. It's about what do we need for this country? What do we need to help it grow? And uh, we're, we're really keen to look at those options. Good stuff, Peter. Appreciate it very much. Peter Reedy. Kiwi Rail Chief Executive. Where did I see that yesterday? Who was suggesting the ferries were going to get cancelled? It's TV1 or TV3, isn't it? And I just thought, what a pile of bollocks. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.